Welcome, welcome to our sensual special for the evening, the late night jazz special. Now this genre has been picked specially for this event, largely in part to the chill and smooth vibes of jazz, which was a popular genre of bringing you the romantic. We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. So how you doing, man? What's going on with you? Killing I'm doing, it in classes, I hear? Doing pretty good, man. Yeah, I'm killing it in classes, staying, uh, staying busy staying active i uh, recently went and visited my old job patagonia oh nice nice um i saw some old co-workers and uh we caught up it was really nice to see some some faces and uh yeah i went to the museum of natural history oh, and nice. i saw the t-rex exhibit after that that's um, cool. I've I've seen that one. That is that is some they've got. I didn't like. They have like, like all the kinds of like relatives of T Rex too. Yeah, that's cool. That is yeah. definitely something. When I saw that, I was just curious as to like how how that was uncovered and and how they were connected. Um, it's very interesting stuff. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you this, uh, but when I worked at Patagonia. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh I was helping this old lady and she ended up being like a tour guide there. And oh, wow. uh, I, I wasn't able to help her get what she wanted, but she ended up giving me like two tickets to the like all the exhibits at the Natural History Museum. So wow. I got to check all those out. And that was pretty cool. That's one hell of a gift. Yeah, that was really nice. I, I felt kind of bad for her. Um so if uh, if you're listening to me and uh, Brandon Meta working at the old Patagonia, the old patchy, <laughs> you know, down sweaters, uh, sweater vests, you name it, we got you. <laughs> um, but she wanted an LL Bean coat, and I was like, "Where's my LL Bean? I can't help you with that." Um, but I had her try about every coat that we had, and uh, just wasn't for her. Just wasn't for her. Well, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Everyone's doing pretty good. I spoke to uh, Benjamin. He's uh, he's back. I saw Abby. She's there. She was really busy. Connor as well. Nice. Good uh, people. Um, Jules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and that was about it. It was a really small crew. It looked like they could kind of use some help. But... um. I got to stay focused, stay focused in the, yeah, in stay school. focused on the school, the school stuff. Yeah. And, and, um, I've been playing video games to, you know, take my mind off of all that stress and whatnot. Um, yeah. I've been playing lots of 2k recently. Nice. How's your player uh, doing? He's doing pretty good. He's, uh, we've been to the park a lot as of late. And uh, been getting dunked on, missing missing our threes. So you know it's a different story from how we perform in the NBA. You know the park is really a different a different place. Um, so we really need to brush up our skills. But um, I've been looking at the Switch, and there's this Nintendo game, or like this throwback that they're bringing back Mario Sunshine. Are you familiar with it? 
Dude, I have not heard of that. So it's Tell like about it, man. this game that was on the GameCube is a Mario game, and it's set on an island, and you can basically Mario's like traveling through it, and he's trying to fight off Bowser. Um, but it's a really good game, and they're bringing it back for the Switch. They like remastered it. So. Oh, that's cool. They've been doing a lot of remastering for this Nintendo Switch. They really have. They really have. And, you know, now we're on the topic of consoles, which, you know, is that is that going to be our theme for this episode? That's, that's the theme. That's what I hear. We're talking all about the consoles, the juicy Cs, the console wars. The big expensive boxes. <laughs> so yeah, dude, is that all you've been playing? Pretty much just two K. Just two K. That's the only game I've like. I've had such a hard time finding time to play, but when I do find time to play it, it's that. Yeah, and um, awesome, it's good to have something that you're like kind of playing like week to week. Just to, like even if it's you change it up or go back to some old stuff, it's nice to have that like little stress relief and definitely something to like you know take your mind off of just yeah work yeah definitely so since we're talking about consoles you brought up the gamecube i have a hilarious story (laughs) about a gamecube that i'd love to share with you so uh in my in my college house uh well ashland 1100 ashland that was the address we called it the summit that was the that was a little frat nickname for it um one of my buddies and roommates his name was joe and uh, he had a he had a GameCube there, and uh, we had a we had a projector that we put up on the wall. And uh, during parties, we'd like play music videos, um, but like we wouldn't have any audio to that, so it'd just be like, um, like we'd have like the the frat speakers, and we'd be playing those, and like just like random um, like music videos would would come on, and that was kind of cool. That was a cool vibe. Uh, but in the after parties, we would throw up the throw up the GameCube and. Play a little Mario Kart, a little bit of Mario Party, sometimes some Super Smash. And uh, one night, uh, my buddy Joe, we had we'd gone to the bars, and uh, he was he was trying to get his GameCube to work. You know, sometimes they can get a little finicky. Year was 2019. Yeah. They uh, they're a pretty old console at this point, and uh, he had learned this trick online, which I would not recommend to anybody. Um, but it worked for him. And this trick was to put a little bit of toothpaste on the like CDs, like the GameCube CDs, and like, oh, yeah. just rub some toothpaste on it and like wipe it off. And like that was supposed to help. And, like that helped him a couple times. Um, but something about my something about my buddy Joe, he's got like an alter ego. Um, and whenever he gets like super drunk, we call him John. Because <laughs> he's just he's just ridiculous. Um, we call him John Cleveland and uh, John Cleveland was out that night. So instead he, so we were having problems getting the, the uh, Mario party to work. And he was like, I'm just going to put some toothpaste on it. And uh, little boy, John couldn't find the toothpaste. Oh man. <laughs> he decided uh, he's like, I'm just going to put some vodka on it. If I put some vodka on it, that'll, it'll, it's the same thing. I like, guess the sugar is oh. like, I don't know what it is. I like, he's like, I'm just going to put a little on and <laughs> I know. Bro. So he ends up uh, trying to put a little, put some vodka on the, on this, like the CD to clean it up, to get the scratches off. But he's just drunk and 
the porn all over the GameCube. Of course. <laughs> that was, uh, and like, what's worse is it was like some smeared off raspberry that somebody left at our house. Like, it wasn't oh, even man. ours. <laughs> uh, no Dude. more GameCube. The rest of the game. <laughs> he got the GameCube drunk. <laughs> it was too much for it, man. It just died. It just <laughs> sparks flew out. <laughs> it wasn't built for that. Uh, so uh, don't don't put vodka in in any console. Uh, Please, it's not built for that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we're trying trying to do this little game structure or episode structure. Where we talk about what we're playing. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll say something briefly about what I've been playing and then uh, we can move on to the actual console talk. Um, this is kind of a, it's not really a funny story, but um, so I went on a little vacation, a uh, little staycation with my uh, girlfriend and her family and plates. I took my, I took my Nintendo DS with me. I, uh, I haven't gotten a switch yet and I'm hoping that I'm uh, hoping you can convince me to get one today. <laughs> But uh, so I took my little DS with me. I have uh, uh, Pokemon Pearl on it. Um, Ooh, that's a gem. So I've been playing that. I didn't really play it too much. I mean, I was just really trying to be present in the moment and uh, kind of hang out with the fam. Uh, so I didn't really play too much this past week. But I had a, I had an Amtrak into the city last night, and it took it took way longer. The Amtrak was delayed. Um, which that happens with all public transpo. Uh, but then by the time I got to, to Penn Station, I, uh, I like was like, all right, so like my app says that I can get the, the, next, the next A, it's going to be Express, and I'm going to be able to get it all the way up. And so I was trying to get the Express. And I go in like the middle. Um, I go up to like where they have the, the Express in Penn Station for the A, and I get on it, or I try to get on it, trading on the platform and there's like those yellow tape they're like right yellow tape is across the thing but it's like cut like you could tell like somebody cut it with scissors like they didn't rip it or anything so i was like all right well maybe this is open so i like walk up there and i'm like all right there's like a ton of people on this and i was like all right i'm fine and then i like found one of those like things like the tv screens that like say when the next train is it's like next train in one minute and i was like oh perfect this is gonna be great i'm gonna get home so smooth the A pulls up. Um, it's not on the A track. It's on the C track. I'm like, what? Damn. No, don't do this to me. Um, so then it just rolls by, and I was like, all right, it's just a fluke. Like, sometimes they do that. Like, sometimes, like, there's an E on the C line. Like, the ne- like it's coming. And it doesn't come. And then the next one's like, all right, A in three minutes. And, uh, and then right after, like, the next A in three minutes, like, the voice comes on. And like a, like the overhead announcers, and they're like, yeah. So the middle track is closed. The A ran into some debris earlier today. All A's are running on uh, the C track, and that was the last exp- last train is the last express of the night. So the next it's local from here on out. And I was like, no. So my commute ended up being like twice as long as what it should have been, and I was just so frustrated when I got home. Had to bust out the Borderlands 2 and just shoot some shit. <laughs> Borderlands 2. Man, I've never played that game. But I've heard so much about it, seen so much 
around like the marketplace. Yeah, it is just, oh man, I, you, you really can't play it for very long. It's, it's kind of one of those games. Uh, well, I mean, like, I guess you can, like, I, I have definitely put a lot into it, a lot of time into it over, over the, I mean, like it's a 360 game and I haven't beaten it. So, I mean, like it's, it's kind of hard pressed to hold my attention. Um, Cause it's like, you're just like, there's just a bunch of guns and you got to like, shoot like dangerous thing like dangerous animals and like mutants and i mean like it's kind of cool but i mean like yeah i mean if you're into that you're into that it's kind of like cartoonish and it, it definitely has its like own vibe um so like if you're if you're not in the mood and like you're that's like you're not feeling that like it can be kind of gruesome and kind of like it also like hasn't aged well um because like they have like a lot of uh like the enemies like It'll be like it'll be like a, a mutant, and then it'll be like a badass mutant, and then there'll be like a a mutant midget, and then it'll be like somebody that's like really small, so it's like a good smaller hitbox. But then it's like uh, I don't feel comfortable with this. <laughs> but, <laughs> it didn't age well. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was playing, it and then uh, I was like, so like you have to like open these. I haven't played this game in in probably over a year. Um, so I like all my guns were like super, super maxed out. And I had like a sniper that had like a barrel drum <laughs> and I was like lighting people up with that. But then I like opened this like crate up and like this thing like jumped down and attacked me. Um, and it was like, I don't remember what it was called, but it just like caught me by surprise. Cause I had like never seen an enemy like jump out of like, yeah. where the ammo comes, you know? And, and it was, it was kind of fun. Like it, it keeps you on your toes, just little things like that. Um, they all have like silly names and um, it's just, it's kind of like a silly sci-fi, but also like kind of gruesome. So it sounds like a really fun game. Yeah, I gotta is. check it out. You should, man. I'll, I would let you, I'd let you borrow it. I actually have it on the disc. <laughs> so you can just pop it in your Xbox One. So, on the X-Bone. Mm-hmm. Which, that's a great transition into the consoles. Going to tell me a little bit about the Xbox, man? Yeah. Um, the Xbox One, I've got it. I got it on release date. I really enjoyed my, ta- my time with that console. Yeah, me too, man. I actually, this is, this Xbox One console is the console that got me, like, really into gaming. Like, I don't always, like, kind of game before, like, here and there, like, at a friend's house, like, we'd, like, stay up all night and stuff, but I never really had my own, like, big console. Like, I always got, like, the generation after, um, like, I had, like, a 360 um, when that, when the one came out, and, like, I bought it off one of my friends that got the one at launch, and. What what were some of your favorite titles from the Xbox One? Some of my favorite titles. Um, there was this one game called Speedrunners. Oh, I haven't um, heard of that one. It's basically it was like an indie game where uh, my friends and I would get on it, and it was just like a super fast paced competitive game, and you'd basically like play as a character, and you'd like zoom around this map that like moves with the screen. And if you don't like keep up, you'll get like left in the back and get eliminated. And it's just like a really fun game because you can like eliminate other people. And um, yeah, I got really competitive. There's that Minecraft is a huge one. I spent countless hours on yeah. Minecraft. 
Yeah. Gotta love, uh, you gotta love Minecraft. Halo. Any any of the Halo games. Um but specifically Halo Five. Yeah, um, I, I have a lot of memories of my freshman year just watching other people play that in the dorms. That was so big and like when it came out, like everybody yeah. was playing it. It's a really fun one. Um Call of Duty. Definitely, you know, my shooters. Definitely had a big shooter phase. There was a time where I even like considered playing it professionally on the Xbox One. Yeah. Um for Black Ops Two. Oh, I love Black Ops Two, man. I think they had the best the yacht. Oh man, that was such a fun map. Zombies too. They really had like with transit. They really had something there. I I I personally I think I I think I just have more nostalgia for the the Xbox or not the Xbox the Black Ops One zombies. Yeah, no, definitely that's like the OG. Like you can't touch that. Kino Dorton. Dude, oh, man, we should play that, man. Do you have Do you have X or Black Ops One? I got I got to check. I think I probably can like install it on my Xbox One and we can. We can figure that out. Yeah, because I got. I mean, we could definitely. Oh man, that'd be cool if we ever wanted to like stream something. Stream that. Yeah. That'd be cool. I we don't could know definitely that'd stream that. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Oh man, I fucking love zombies. <laughs> zombies is a really fun one. Speaking of zombies, um, have you heard about the new Call of Duty? I haven't heard very much about it. I'm kind of a. I'm I'm a little bit burnt out. I have I've played more of this past Call of Duty than I've ever played of any any others, um, just because of COVID and quarantine. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit burnt out. I don't, I'm I'm almost thinking that I'm not gonna get it, just because of how much I played this last one. Um, yeah, because you're just experiencing like, some other things. Yeah. But what what's up with it? I I heard. I mean, like I think that isn't every Black Ops. Don't every Black Ops have zombies? Or like the Treyarch. Yeah, so this one is Treyarch, and the and if Treyarch is the one that did Black Ops Two, Black Ops One. Um, oh, they had great campaigns too. Sorry to de- derail no, you there. Great campaigns, yes, you can say that again. Um, what do the numbers mean, Mason? <laughs> uh, yeah, Black Ops One, Black Ops Two, and. They're planning on bringing back Transit. They're planning on bringing back a lot of our favorite zombies maps. Um, That's awesome. So, I mean, I'm not really, like, a big Call of Duty fan. Like, for the multiplayer, I've mm-hmm. stopped for some reason. It's just a it's little... Probably healthy for you, man. Yeah. But um, for zombies, I, I will definitely cop that. Oh, man, I might have to cop it with you just so we can play some zombies, man. Dude, zombies goes hard. Did you like the the arena one, the last one that they had? It was fun. I played it. You know, I played it here and then. Um, I don't know. I kind of lost the uh, the gumption to play because I just didn't have friends to play with anymore. Everybody else was just not playing the zombie stuff. And yeah, um, that, yeah, it's really like it's only fun. I mean, like not that it's not only fun like with friends, but it's so much more fun with friends especially like when you're in the same same place too like that was just kind of like me and my friends like our routine would kind of be to play some zombies like like after classes like thursday and friday and then we'd go out we'd like do that as like our pre-game and then we'd we'd go out 
to like the parties and the bars. And that was always so fun, dude. Zombies, I feel like zombies is one of those. It's just like a, a classic for our generation, you know? Always. I feel like people will talk about zombies years from now for sure. It's, uh, it's something that they're going to bring back for sure, especially like once the technology gets better. I feel like it's a, it's a theme that will carry on. Yeah, it's got to. So since, uh, since we started uh, this podcast, a lot, a lot of news has come out about the next-gen consoles. And when we, when we started, we were thinking about actually doing this as our second episode. And if we had done this as our second episode, it would just would have been outdated. There's so much, so much new stuff, is, like, so much new information has dropped um, just in this like, one week alone. Like, now we have like, the prices of the xboxes and um, they're releasing two uh, do you want to go over those at all yeah the um the xbox series x is it the is it so what what is it the xbox series x is that the bigger one and then is it the xbox series s for the smaller one is that is that how it is i'm fairly certain that is how, how it is and, and then um, i was kind of blown away by it there they kind of said that they weren't doing like console exclusives like right off the bat like they're kind of all gonna it's you're gonna if you get a game you can play it on all three of the consoles the series x series s and the xbox one maybe i'm wrong but i feel like they always want to like just push like the the exclusives for the next gen i feel like that's been a common theme that they're not really doing right now they really have. They have been doing that a lot. And, and I feel like it's mainly like been economics, you know, the reason why they've been doing it. But now we've seen cross-platform on a number of games. Uh, yeah, a lot, of the, Duty, a lot of the big ones. Fortnite. Um, I feel like now that we have like this cross-platform trend, it would kind of be uh, a bad idea to kind of limit people like that in that sense, you know? personally i wish that everybody had the same like same console and like everybody could play with everybody and i kind of hate this like kind of like silly divide between like xbox and playstation i don't really i don't really love that um and it just seems like it just seems like such a waste that to like the divided community that like would all and like obviously like everybody's going to enjoy different things but it just seems silly like to divide games between consoles and i think that's kind of the the stance that that Microsoft is is taking um, with the Xbox is they're like, hey, like, like we want this to be cross-platform, like on our platforms, um, but on PlayStation as well. And from what I hear, I think they're doing everything that they're putting out on Xbox. They're putting out on PC as well. Yeah. So which I mean, is like, which makes sense for them. It makes sense for Microsoft. Right. And yeah, and that's something that they can offer that like PlayStation can't, um, you know, but I mean, a lot of exclusive PlayStation titles like later come onto PC and stuff, but um, yeah. yeah, I mean, like if you're, if you're a PC console or a PC gamer, um, I mean, there's really nothing that we can say that's going <laughs> to change your mind on that, you know, <laughs> that's for sure. But I think uh, a lot of the pretty much all I'll say on, on PCs, before we move on um, is that a lot of people say they're like, Oh, if you're like all about the graphics and all about the story, like you should play on PC because you can get like better graphics cards. 
and like that's true if you have like unlimited money um to throw at this like this hobby that we all love um i mean go for it but i think that a, a good argument against that is that even though you might have the most up-to-date graphics card and all that like they're still going to be designing games for a range and there's still going to be like a minimum requirement. And if you're at the top, like you're not going to be at that minimum requirement. So like, there's still, I think like for PC games, there's like a wider range of graphics that they have to appeal to. Right. Whereas with like Xbox, like the new Xbox X and like the new PlayStation five, like the game designers know the hardware and they're like, they know the specs. So they're going to be designing games for that. Right. So, which that's kind of like the biggest thing about the next gen is is the the graphics load time. I don't know. Did you see that that PlayStation Five event um, where they like showed uh, like all like the new games that are coming out? Were you, did you see that at all? No, I haven't. So they like do this. I'll send. I'll send you the video after this. Um, but they do this they show like this demo of like Ratchet and Clank, the new Ratchet and Clank game that is like exclusive to PlayStation. And like Ratchet and Clank is like shooting, it looks like, like a grappling hook and it's like through a dimension and then it like pulls him into that dimension and there's like enemies that are shooting him from like both sides. Yeah. So like that means like that there are people, like the enemies from behind him can also shoot at him through the portal. So like you have basically, and like the, and if you're through the portal, like the enemies are there shooting at you. So that means that you effectively have like two worlds loaded at once. And then like you can immediately go from one to the next, which means that you can have all of that loaded. So like it effectively cuts like the, the game load time, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So like if you, I didn't, I actually learned this um, in like researching for this video or not video, this podcast, <laughs> that those like, like, you know, um, when you're in games and you have to like crawl through like this tight tunnel, um, like your character like crawls through like a tight tunnel from like one area to the next area. Yeah. So I guess the, like they, they, the game designers put those there so that the hardware has time to load the next area. Mm. And I didn't, I just found that out. And I think that's fascinating like that just changes the game for like so many things like i've always thought it was kind of cool like yeah like oh, of course like my character's got to crawl through this like like crawl through this like <coughs> space in order to get to the next area um and then like like let's say for example you're like in a like in a like a building and then you have to like crawl through like a crack in the wall to get to the outside and it's like a beautiful landscape they do that so that by the time your player gets through that like hallway which is like just big enough for your player pretty much. It'll have time to load that whole scenic view, which I, they do a lot in like the, at least the, this last gen, they've done that quite a bit. I just thought that's cool because this next gen, they're pretty much taking that all out. That whole like game design they take mechanic. Yeah. And that's, and that's because of, um, well, not because solely, but, a big reason that they're able to do that is because of cloud computing. And, yeah. And that's been really helpful, especially like implementing that into gaming, I feel like is going to allow, um, it's just going to allow more people to design games and more people to buy games and play more 
you know, a broader um, spectrum of video games. It's going to be a very interesting era of gaming, cloud gaming. Yeah, so... Yeah, so they're really, really trying some stuff out with these next gen too. I think the micro, yeah, it's it's Microsoft. They have uh, like their game was it their game service? Do you know what it's called? Game Pass. Yeah, that, that's all in the cloud too, and that's something else that's cool about the new consoles. And there's they're releasing one, well, at least for the PlayStation. I don't know about the Xbox, uh, but they're releasing some with and without the disc insert. Yeah, the Xbox is, I mean, the PlayStation is also releasing one as well, uh, like that, because it's also implementing, you know, the cloud for their libraries. And um, and I think that's a great idea because it's it'll lower the entry point and it'll allow more people to get into it. And it'll, you know, expose more people to the cloud and its capabilities. And um, I think it's exciting for computing. Um, I was just taking a computer information systems course and we were learning how graphics um, takes up most of the processing power. Um, You know, in order to load graphics, you're taking up literally most of what the computer is doing. Um, So with the cloud that, you know, really it minimizes that. So I'm excited to see what what these design like you're saying these designers are going to come up with because now they have a lot of uh a lot of capability yeah that actually that reminded me of something um that i like i totally forgot about until you were like talking about that um have you seen the the mandalorian at all yeah so in the in the mandalorian like the the background graphics like the the landscapes like that them doing that is all generated um by a gaming or a gaming software do you know which one i don't know which one um but i know they talk about it and they have like a behind the scenes of the mandalorian and i don't remember which which episode it is but they talk about it and it's it is so cool and like if you have not seen that like you definitely need to check that out like that is anybody like because it is like I saw that and I was like, this is going to change everything. Like, you know how like when they shoot movies, there's like a green screen and then there was like the blue screen. Yeah. They didn't even use one of those. They cut it out completely. Like the background that they're, um, that they're like shooting in, it's like changing in real time. Like a play, like a player walking through a video game. Oh, wow. Changing in real time. And it's like all these projectors and like a dome and like the dome is the set. And all the projectors are like projecting on the outside. So like basically they're, they, they created that new technology to make the Mandalorian and it made like blue screens and green screens obsolete. And it was done using a, a game engine. Wow. That's impressive. That's like, yeah. that's the world that we live in. It's just like crazy the technological advances that we're making in this, like in that area. Yeah. Like that's so cool getting creative we are that's just that's so cool to me i don't just check it out if you haven't seen it check it out <laughs> i definitely will now you said that's the behind the scenes yeah, it's the behind the scenes. Yeah, if you have disney plus you should be able to get it also okay. if you're interested in music at all 
which I know you are, Brandon, uh, but if you're a listener out there, the behind the scenes where they talk about the score for The Mandalorian is super, super cool. It's just as cool. Um, and I think that, I don't know if this is true. You'd have to fact check this, but I'm pretty sure the score of The Mandalorian just like got an Emmy or like an Emmy nomination or something like that. Wow. But it is, it's really cool. They talk about like how he like made that like iconic sound like the the Mandalorian when he's like walking through Um, but anyways back to video games (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear about the switch man I know that you have one I don't know why I don't have one I'm thinking I'm hardcore thinking about getting one Um, so what if you were gonna sum up the switch in like a quick little a quick little sales pitch what would you say Cause you have you have the Switch Lite and the the is it just called the Switch? Yeah. If I had to sum up the Switch, I would just say it's um powerful, portable gaming. Um, you can take it to like a friend's house if they have a dock. You know, you can just put it in the dock. If they don't, it's very easy to transport a dock. Um, and yeah, it's a great console. Um, you can switch out the, you know, the sticks on the side. Um, good graphics, you know, for Nintendo. You know, Nintendo doesn't really design, like, yeah. you know, higher graphic games. But um, Yeah, I was doing a little bit of research before this, and I guess that there's a way, because, like, I guess the Switch is, like, run on, or, like, the base program is, like, very similar to an Android's programming and somebody found a way that you could download an and you could run an android ios off the switch and you could download steam and like the the example they were using was like halo infinite they were like playing halo infinite on the switch oh my god because they like got steam on it or steam mobile i guess and they jailbroke the switch i don't i don't know if you can call it jailbreaking i mean i guess yeah i guess it would just be jailbreaking and they like there, so they were running an Android iOS off of it. That's badass. I'd love to meet the people that did that. That's super cool. I'll have to send you the video too. But yeah, so the reason I'm thinking about getting one is so there's like in in the world of gaming, there's like uh, there's like PlayStation games and there's Xbox games, and then there's like Nintendo games, which Nintendo's kind of like the like the family friendly kind of vibe like nintendo made the wii and like everybody has a wii Um, yeah and well actually that does the switch are the those little the handles on the side of the controllers are they motion control at all they can be they can be um certain games like mario party will have you use the motion um they're very very useful they're motion controlled they can be um just regular it can be tilt. Um, so, yeah, they they have, like, lots of different uses. Is Mario Kart like that, too? Like a driver? Or is it, like, using yeah. controllers? You can use, like, the tilt. You can just use the joystick. Oh, man. That's cool. And, yeah. They even, like, sell, like, rings where you can put, like, your thing in, like. Oh, that's uh, nice. Does it have online capabilities, too? Like, if we, like, if you, if you had Mario Kart and I had a Switch and I had Mario Kart, could we play together? Yeah, we could. Um, no, there's I, I there's didn't... Switch Online, which is like an Xbox Live membership. Um, Did you pay for it? 
Yeah. It's um I believe it's five dollars a month. Gotcha. And um it's not bad. It lets you play online. Um I mostly I pay for it because I like to play Smash online here and then. Yeah, um, I was gonna ask you about that one too. Just play get on there, play an online match and just see like how my skills are. Um I love to do that every here and then. Animal Crossing is a fun one to like mm-hmm. go to other people's villages and just do stuff on their villages. Um, so I feel like maybe I'm just an old, maybe I'm getting old, but I don't, I don't really get the Animal Crossing vibe. I don't really get why people like it. Could you? It's so, it it's so peaceful. It's basically like, a, you know, a Minecraft. But actually, no, that's not fair. Let's not compare. Um, it's just a very calm, calm vibe. You know, you, you get in this island and you work your way up from nothing to civilization. And um, it's a very long time. It takes a lot of work. It's not easy. That's the whole point. It's like you uh, every day or it's however you play slowly, but surely you progress towards a good, good town. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, well, I mean, I had to get a Switch, obviously, before I before I get any of those games. But I feel like, I feel like the reason that I'm really drawn to the Switch is I've heard that Breath of the Wild and the new Pokemon games, uh, Sword and Shield, are like really good. Like, yeah, they they are. Oh man, I've played both of those. I loved. I bought both of the new Pokemon games. Which um, ones you like better, Sword or Shield? I can't even compare them. They're both so not. Are they, are yeah, they they're so similar. Yeah, they're they're both literally almost the same. It's just the legendary Pokemon. Okay. You, yeah. Yeah, I had I was doing a little bit of research because I was like, I don't know which one I would get. Because um, like, probably my my favorite Pokemon game that I've played um, up into this point is uh, Sapphire. It was just like my first first uh, game in the entry. And they have a lot of, uh, the sword has a lot of Pokemon from that era. And uh, I think the sword one had a lot of ones that I was like, oh, I've never even seen any of these. Like the ones that were exclusive to sword. So that looked pretty cool to me. And I haven't even, like, I've heard that, like, I've I've never beaten a Zelda game. So I'm kind of like, like, I don't know if I would like Breath of the Wild. But like, I don't know if it's, it's just because I, I haven't had the patience to beat a Zelda game or, or I don't know what it is about it, but I haven't even looked at gameplay because I, I hear like people just love it. I've heard so many good things about it. that I'm just, I don't even want to watch gameplay to ruin it. Yeah. You don't have to dude. Just get into it. And I promise you'll like it. I'm, I'm 90% that I'm going to buy a Switch. <laughs> I think you should. And, and the reason why is because you can also put it on the big screen it's also, it works as like a streaming service. You can, wherever you go, you can kind of set up YouTube, Hulu. Um, so, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I was thinking that something that, like, something about this that I think would be cool, um, especially in COVID, is like if I got in, I got Mario Kart. I could, like, throw Mario Kart up in the, in the living room and, like, just take the dock out there, and that's really easy to do. And like play with my roommates, um, or I could just like bring it in my room and like play it in my bed. Yeah. Oh man, 
I'm 95%. 95%. You got me at 5%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's great. I recently got new um, GameCube controllers for it for playing Smash because yeah. it just like brings back the nostalgia for my uncle and I. Um, we used That's to awesome. play. And yeah, everyone gets nice controllers, so it's nice and fair competition. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the difference between the there's like the GameCube controllers and don't they have like a Pro controller too? Yeah, they do have a Pro controller. I have one of those as well. Um, it's uh it's very ergonomic. It reminds me a lot of like an Xbox 360 remote, um, but Switch. <laughs> And um, yeah, it's uh, really fun, good to hold. Also, very expensive. It was like eighty-five bucks, ninety bucks. Yeah, I saw that. And that you know, that can be a big investment. Um, yeah, and um, there are definitely some better remotes, some third-party remotes, um, for cheaper. Yeah, I'm. So, if if you were me and you were gonna get one, would you get the one that has the black controllers or the the red and blue? I would get the black. Oh man! Why? Because the switch gets dirty, okay. easily, and that's something about it that you just can't avoid. You know, it is a pretty small console, and you're getting a lot of upsides, but it also has a few negatives. I will tell you, the negatives are the Joy Cons. Mm-hmm. There's uh, actually like a pending class action lawsuit for this where they will like sway inside over time on their own and um yeah you'll have to buy you have to replace them gotcha so it doesn't really matter if you get a black or a red or blue you're gonna end up having to buy more than (laughs) more than just those oh man well i mean i mean it's it's not a cheap console i mean i think it's 300 or two yeah it's 299 um I mean, yeah, that's pretty cheap. I mean, that's pretty cheap for a console. That's a, that's what the new Xbox One or the Xbox Series S is gonna be. Yeah, gonna be two ninety nine. It was made to compete with the Switch. Dude, the Switch. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna get one, dude. There's I'm I'm pulling the trig. Next paycheck, I'm doing. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I yeah, I I want one because I I'm thinking about like I just want to be able to have the ability to play in the handheld in my bed if I want and like throw it up if I don't. Like I feel like just like the, like those kind of like those games like the like Smash Bros like Mario Party Mario Party like I think those would be like so comforting you know and I feel like I've been kind of I've been feel like I've been getting a little burnt out in first person shooters because it can just be like and like games like that it's just like so real and kind of gory you know like in the world that we live in right now yeah I think it could be sure. a little bit of color maybe a little bit of Animal Crossing. That's why, man. That's why I play it. You know, it really grounds me, and uh, it gives me a broad, you know, a broader view of what gaming is. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna get it. I th- yeah, I'm gonna get it. We'll talk about what games I'm gonna get later, but yeah, the new PlayStation Five controllers. I was doing a little bit of research. So they got the Dual Sense. Have you, have you seen those at all? No, about. but I've I've heard that everywhere. Dual sense, dual sense. What is that? So there's dual like, shock. Yeah, there's dual shock too. So yeah, it's 
it's kind of like the like the bilateral like the right and the left right brain left brain like right arm left arm and then like there's also like the whole like society thing like it's like are you right-handed are you left-handed like it doesn't matter i'm ambitious i'm better than all that (laughs) 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 um but yeah (laughs) but yeah i actually this is so funny that that we're actually talking about this because i learned today from my roommate that like like because i we have like a crop share and i was like throwing an apple from like one hand to the other and she was telling me that like yeah like bilateral movements are calming to humans really like crossing from side to side mm-hmm. like yeah like crossing from side to side left juggling to yeah mm-hmm. i think that's probably why it's like people love to watch juggling and why it's been around for so long you know, just because it's like right, it's like right to left, and also like right, left, control. right, left, and it's like controlling that, like you know, that like trade off, that trade between the two yeah. sides. So I think that I think that might be kind of the idea that they're going for with these dual sense, dual shot controllers, because to kind of play into like both sides, you know, because like like sometimes like if you're in something, the controllers vibrating, like you don't even know that it's vibrating. You're just like, oh my god, like this is intense. No, yeah, for sure. God of War is a great example of that. Yeah. I mean, I've never really played too much of them, but I played the beta, and it just, I was just like, oh my, I like set it down on something else. I set the controller down, and it was just vibrating. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even realize it. I was just, and like, I was all like, my shoulders were all tense. Yeah, God of War is one of those games where, you know, I, I played it. I beat it on the normal difficulty, and then I restarted and tried to beat it on the God of War difficulty. (laughs) <laughs> um which if you die you you basically have to start over again oh and, dang. and yeah um it was uh quite the challenge but the rem- i didn't get very far on the god of war i couldn't get past like the first like opening scenes it was crazy it was really intense um i don't know how people do it i really don't yeah I guess it's just like repetition when where the enemies are coming out. But. No, yeah, just knowing ahead of time what's going to happen before it happens. I wonder if people speed run the God of War on God of War difficulty. Oh yeah, there's there's got to be some some guy somewhere who's <laughs> who's speed running God of War on God of War. <laughs> oh, shouts out! Shouts out to that guy. We gotta we gotta shout him out. He's somewhere somewhere. Somebody. We ever find you? We'll... We'll throw you up. We'll throw your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I you know I heard uh, that people were speed running um, We Golf. What? <laughs> I guess. The, uh, I guess there's like a strategy to it. I guess so. Like, if you if you're not familiar with speed running, it's where um, people go in and they try to like beat a game as fast as they can and like get the best time and then it's recorded and then there are people that like actively try and like beat the best time and they like make a career out of it like they're like whole like streaming platforms and like whatever they do is based on speed running and how to get the fastest and how to do this and do that um and it's it can be kind of crazy like how you would think to like you can like cut cut the times and i guess with with we golf from what I from what I hear about it, I actually don't know that much about it. But I guess the best way to speed run it is to do bad. 
because if you do good, it shows instant replays. Ah. Uh. So, which also we didn't, I don't think we really talked about Wii Sports too much in that last, last sports episode. So, Wii no, sports, we didn't. Maybe. Wii Sports, that was a gem, man. I love the tennis. The tennis went really hard. I was wondering, when are they going to bring back, you know, Switch Sports or something similar? Yeah, when I, when I heard that the, the Switch was, had a little bit of motion control, I was like, why didn't they? They should have put, like, a little bit more and made it, like, the Wii, you know? Like, oh, man, that'd be so cool. And, like, I feel like the Wii is pretty easy to jailbreak, too. <laughs> no, definitely now, especially because it's so unsupported. Oh man, the weed! So much fun of those. I like I like the nunchucks. I mean, like I kind of did and I kind of didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. What What was uh, was tennis your favorite Wii sport then? Baseball. Baseball. Oh man, the baseball was fun. I feel like that's like the for me, like whenever me and my family would play that one, we would always make fun of each other. Because, like, the, the Wii's just, their bodies are just, like, so, like, the Mii's, they're just so clumpy. Yeah. And when they'd swing, like, um, and we, like, all made our own. So, like, we'd always just make fun of how the bodies moved. Yeah. <laughs> they are funny. They are really funny. I love their faces. You can do so much with them. I Everybody has, like, uh, everybody has some that they, like, put, like, the big bushy eyebrows on, like, made them bald and, yeah. Customize all of them. That's so fun. Like just weird me's. Yeah, like named it grandma or something. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Now we've covered a lot of consoles today, actually. We have a very wide breadth of consoles. New next gen, current gen, past gen. What what console did you start on? It's a good question. Um, really taking me back here, Blake. I know. Uh, Asking the tough questions. That's what that's what this podcast is all about, really. <laughs> I I would have to say I started on a Game Boy Color. Oh, nice. I'm I'm also a, a Game Boy for mine first as well. I was I was an SP, so must have okay. got a little bit later. What uh? What was your first game? Do you remember? It was Pokemon Emerald. Oh, that's a good one. That's cool. Which that's which cool. was your starter Pokemon? Which one did you pick? Um, Mudkip. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I I feel like I generally lean towards getting the grass one. Always oh, Trico. No. Yeah. That yeah. That one's Trico. I definitely did that when I did Sapphire. Um, and I think when I, I played like the, oh gosh, what was it? Like Pokemon Platinum. I think I did the grass there too. Platinum. That's the Sinnoh region. So that was, um, that was my boy. He's got the shell. Oh, I can't remember. I I have his name. He has like the green. His last evolution, he has like a tree on his back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing was tort, tortoise, something. Yeah. Oh man, that was fun. Turtwig. Yeah. 
That's the one. And then there was that the monkey. Infernape and the uh, Chimchar. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you you know the names. I always give mine the nickname, so I can never remember the. I don't nickname. I like to remember like every every Pokemon's name because I like to fill out the Pokedex. Have you um, ever filled out a whole Pokedex? I have not. No, I've yeah. never filled out a whole one, and I want to. I've met people that have, and I admire you so much. It's you filled so out a Pokedex. You're awesome. You finish what you start. Yeah, I I yeah, I have so much admiration. I I can. I couldn't do it. I mean, maybe I will someday. Yeah, don't, don't say it. don't say those words. Yeah, maybe, don't, yeah, don't, you can't say never. never when you get this new Pokemon, time. you'll probably be inclined because I don't think they're gonna make a new Pokemon for a while. Yeah, I I kind of I kind of heard that. Don't don't spoil it too much for me here, because I'm a hundred percent. I'm getting it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I hear that the way that you like approach Pokemon in the wild is is way different yeah with the old ones is. is that true yeah you can see them no shit that is cool you can see them and they don't see you you can actually be like oh i don't want to see you <laughs> let me go over there <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh that, that really adds a lot to it yeah it, it, it's funny when you see like an onyx just like crawling <laughs> a huge onyx just are they crawling. like size oh. too yeah, they are oh my like, God. relative to the screen. It's really funny. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited, man. Man, you're making me want to open that game back up and just play some Pokemon. You should, man. I've been playing some, some Pokemon Pearl, which is the newest one that I have right now. Um, and, yeah, just like I – so this this was my sister's and my sister's DS. I, uh, I like an idiot, sold all my stuff. Um, but – so I ended up, she, she let me have hers and I've been playing, I've been playing that. I think I, I think I mentioned that in the first episode while I was playing it, but yeah, that's been kind of relaxing. Like, and I think that's kind of why I was like, you know what? I should get a switch because just like having like a relaxing gaming experience instead of like a like in your face, like adrenaline inducing. Yeah, I think that that's kind of might be more of what I need. And normally, I really like the the internal inducing. Like, I like to feel things, and I like to to have an intense story, and I like the action. Like, I know, like I know, there's like it's not like sometimes. Like, I know it doesn't mean as much if like everything's like gory and stuff like that. But I think it's it's fun to play for me. So yeah, definitely, it's definitely more than fun. It's exciting. It's like thrilling. It's um easy to get lost in. Yeah, it really is. Mortal Kombat. You're making me think about Mortal Kombat. It's a fun, one hell of a story. Yeah, tell me. Mortal Kombat, dude, it's like, I can't even like tell you the story bar for bars. I don't even really remember it, but I remember playing the game. You just like, you're playing as one character and you're walking around places and all of a sudden you just have to fight somebody. And then oh, that's, you a, that's like the actual else. story. Yeah, like, the story. I didn't even know I had a story mode. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, it has a story mode where it's like it brings you into this world where there's like this, you know, something. Yeah, there's a whole plot, and it's uh, it's good. It's good. Any Mortal Kombat game has a good story, always. You know, I think that's really that's kind of funny. To, I think that that like genre that like like 
one v one that like because that's like a whole what's that genre called fighters fighters my parents never let me play those (laughs) 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 they would they would just not they were not having it Um, yeah my parents were uh, big believers that the new games would brought your brain and uh you know look at me now they were they were right so Um, Parents are always right, unfortunately. They are. Yeah, so I think the the probably the um, the fighter that I've spent the most time with has probably been um, Super Smash Bros. And we got one for the, the Wii when my sister got a little bit older. And we had it at the frat house. I think we must have, we must have had a Switch. Oh, wow. That, yeah, the, my frat house had a Switch. How did I not get more into it then? I don't know, man. Yeah, we definitely did that. We did that for like rush events. We did, uh, we do Super Smash Bros. And we had like, I think we had, how many people can you add and have in like a local, um, like a local Smash Bros? Do you know? On the Switch, you can have eight, but on, um, like the Wii is four. Typically, it's four. Most yeah, I think, think the, support. Yeah, I think we definitely had eight because it was. So we had like two, we had, we had like six, seven couches in our theater room. And we had, they'd all be filled. And like normally like the first two rows, people like switch back and forth with the controller. So yeah, it had to have been eight. Wow. That's cool. I mean, like, yeah, I probably played it more there than anywhere else. Just like come visit some of the bros in the house and uh, play some smash. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't get more into it. You know, I must have been focused on other things, uh, like like schoolwork. <laughs> <laughs> must have been that. Must have been in school. If you were me and you were getting a new Switch, would you get the cards or would you buy them from the store? I would get the cards. Why is that? Because in case you ever decide to get a Switch Lite or... You know, let's say something happens to your Switch. Um, you know, you have them. That's one. And two, um, I have gone the digital route and have regretted it because I find myself having to get these really large SD cards. And that's kind of a paradox because SD cards can't be large. But like large and like data size and storage um, to make up for like all the games that I've fucking installed on the hard drive yeah so so it doesn't have a huge um hard or it doesn't have a huge like internal internal storage right and it can't because it's you know it's a switch yeah yeah i actually was i was actually gonna i was thinking about going digital um but i mean i think you just convinced me not to now so that also brings me to the next point are you gonna go digital are you gonna get the ones with the the discs for the next gen for playstation xbox from now on and i hear there's going to be a switch pro um you know i i think i'm going to go um you know discs because i'm also the type of gamer who unfortunately i um will like pick up a title and then play it for like a week and not play it again so i feel like if i were to buy like physical it would make me more inclined to actually you know use them and yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I also like. I actually, I wanted to ask you which which console you're getting next gen to, but because because of what I'm going to say next, I guess I'll just I'll 
spoilers. I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get the PlayStation. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, that threw me off. I really thought you were gonna go for the Xbox. I do too, man. I've been Xbox the last two consoles, and there's a there's a backlog of PlayStation exclusives that I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Name some, name some right I want to know what Horizon Zero Dawn's about, man. I want to know what The Last of Us, Last of Us Part 2 is. I don't know if I'll be able to play the first Last of Us um, on the Xbox 5. Or, I'm sorry, the PlayStation 5. Because was that that came out at the end of the last gen, didn't it? Or the PS4. Last, well, PS, did it come out at the end of PS3 or beginning of PS4? Beginning of PS4, I'm fairly certain. So then, yeah, yeah, I would be able to get that. Um, so, so the main reason that I'm going to get the Xbox Five is so I can get backwards compatible Xbox Four games. And I know a lot of people. A lot of people are like, "Why would you get the Xbox Five? Other than like because of the hardware. <laughs> because there's like there's like no, hardly any games coming out um, like right away for it. Like it's not really very clear." a lot of the release dates and stuff but because i've been xbox for two gens i want to play some some playstation stuff definitely that makes a lot of sense and i recently as a person who recently came from like xbox to playstation you know i think i think i'm gonna stay on the playstation vibe I, there's something about it that i just appreciate more uh, and i feel i don't know more, more at home with I think it's kind of more of the, like, I think it's, like, kind of more, like, games for gamers kind of thing. Um, like, if you like, like, those big, like, like, because, like, it doesn't matter which console you're going to get. Like, you're going to be able to get the next Fortnite or, like, the next, like, big, like, big multiplayer. Like, you're going to be able to get that on both of them because, like, because, like, that's just the nature of those beasts. Like, they need more players. Like, the more players they have, you know, they're not going to discriminate um all right and like playstation has they have a lot of exclusives and i think like the switch has got so big that i think they're also trying to compete with the switch a little bit which is why they're having like ratchet and clank and more like family friendly type games um yeah i think i'm like i honestly like i think i might at some point get the new xbox or like the xbox series s i might at some point but like it right away, they kind of already said that like you're, if you want to play an Xbox game, you can still play it on your one. And yeah, it's going to be slower. Like you're not going to have as good graphics. Um, and like some of them, you like it might be, it might be tough to play. It might be really tough to play. Like right now, like as it stands, my fan, like pretty much any game I load, my fans going full max. No, seriously, I, I find that the performance of both consoles over time really depletes and you can hear it. Do you think that's um, just because the consoles are getting old? Do you think it's because the, the games that are like designed for like the capacity of the hardware or do you think it's just like a combination of both? I think it's just physics. It's just like the, you know, the technology over time is not, I don't think these consoles are designed to last more than a decade. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just a matter of them getting old and, and whatnot. Mm, what do you think? Of, what do you think of how they look? What are you thinking about? Like how the, <laughs> the new consoles look? Yeah. 
They look very uh, intriguing, to say the least. I'll, I'll start with the Xbox Series X, that, that nice little cube. It's kind of looking, it's giving me PC vibes. Yeah, and so yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like that Microsoft is like throwing that, going that way with the consoles, because now, now it's like you're making consoles like towers, and it's like kind of like a PC tower in a bit, you know? Well, yeah, I actually, I actually kind of disagree. I kind of think that, like I, like I said earlier, I think that like my kind of like what I see the features, everybody is the same console. Um, which I mean, like I guess that if everybody was PC, it wouldn't be that because everybody would be limited in their resources and how much they could build and how much they could put into a PC. No, yeah. Um, I've, I think I've always liked the way the Xboxes look a little bit better. I think it looks so minimalistic, like. I don't know with the with the PlayStation one that thing just looks so crazy. I'm probably just gonna put it behind my TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, they definitely try to do too much. Like the designers, it looks like they put Kanye on the PS5, <laughs> and they're like, "Here, design it." <laughs> you know, I actually, that's what, like so many people were critical about how it looks, and I guess they came out and said they were like, "It has nothing to do with how it looks. It's all for airflow for the fan." Oh I really? I feel like that may that may be a bit of cap, but right. yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody hated. It. <laughs> it's like yeah, you know, we're just we just care about performance. Yeah, okay, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I believe it. It's coming from like a Microsoft, you know. Um, but Sony, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like one thing about like Microsoft, I feel like. I feel like they should be like the leader. I feel like I feel like there's no way or like there's I feel like there's no reason. I feel like the Xbox is kind of the runner up now. Like I I don't think many people are going to bite for it. Like, I mean like if you're like a hardcore Xbox fan, you're going to bite for it. But I feel like I just feel like a lot of people are going to go the PlayStation route. And I th- I think that's fine, you know. I think the Xbox is kind of like kind of like they're like, we're here for the future and the future is more inclusive. That's why we have a cheaper box and why, you know, like if, if you're looking to get into it, like now's a great time because you can get an Xbox one and get game pass, um, you know, for like half the cost of the PlayStation five. Right. You know, and I think that that's really cool what they're doing. And um, that's really cool that they're trying to say like, Hey, like this, cause it is an expensive hobby. Like, let's make it more inclusive because like the, the message and the medium can be so powerful. I think that's really awesome what they're doing. Um, that being said, I got a little cheddar in my pocket. I'm going to go PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't have much cheddar. I got like a, a single slice, but a single slice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, maybe a little bit of shredded, um, but yeah, it's enough to where, I mean, I'm, I want I want a little bit more of an elite gaming experience, and I oh, think yeah. I think I'm it's, gonna go with the PlayStation Five for sure. And, and I think you're gonna love the change of scenery. It's, I, uh, you know, I, I do too, and you know, like even still, man, like I'm throwing on uh, like this is also because of of like where I was like a couple years ago. Like when I was in college, like I didn't have a bunch of time to play games, so like I only bought the the new games that I was like really, really into and like really interested in. And like, I would pick, I would go to the used, used game store and just pick up whatever it was cheap, you know, like, Oh, like five bucks. Like I can throw that at a game. Like, 
Um, one of my, my little would always say, yeah, if you're going to spend $5 on a used game, you got to play five hours. And that was kind of like our, our thing. Like we would kind of, that's kind of how we would, um, how we would do it. And I, I really liked that. Um, but I also like just seeing like, even with this gen, like seeing other people play some games that they, that other people, like some of my friends are into, I'm like, these graphics are just amazing. And I, I feel like I've just, just cause like I've, got into this gen a little bit late i feel like i've been playing and like the, just more older stuff and i want to i want to play some new stuff man i want to be blown away yeah and i think that if if that's what i want i think the x or the playstation 5 is the way to go for me definitely yeah i'm doing disc i'm excited i'm excited to to get my hands on that this holiday season you know what i what is that looking like for you? You know, trying to like get your hands on it. Have you reserved a PlayStation? Have you? Nope. I've I've not. I've looked on the website. It's all out of stock. Oh. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like they're gonna ramp up the production and be able to. Yeah, I mean, satisfy. it's it's one of those things where it's like I, I'm not gonna if I can't get my hands on one, I'm not gonna be butthurt. Like yeah, I'm I'm gonna be getting the switch. You know. <laughs> That is true. You're gonna be all this ho- this whole holiday season. You're gonna be switching it up, and you're gonna be loving it. It's gonna yeah. be great, oh, man. See, like this is like classic me, man. I'm getting. I'm literally how how far into the switch's lifespan is this? Like, it's gotta be coming close to the end. I mean, maybe. What do you? Think? No, I don't. I don't think so because they're just about to like drop the pro or like yeah. a better switch. Um, just basically another drop. That's and, um, that's why I was thinking I was almost like second guessing. That's why I was second guessing getting the switch because I hear some rumors around the old interweb that they're yeah. going to be dropping a pro version like right after the holiday. Even if they drop, sorry for my for my voice drop. Even if they drop like a pro version, I think that um it's going to come with like a bunch of uh, quirks and whatnot because it's going to be pretty new. It's going to be uh I think it'd be for the best to have old faithful and a regular switch yeah all right yeah I'm, I'm still doing it man i'm still doing it um but yeah i yeah i'm not gonna be like upset you know just because like the state of the world and everything like you gotta like if you you gotta realize we're coming from a place of privilege where we're talking about which new console we're gonna get and just like I don't know. Just like for me to have that perspective, I'm like, you know, like I can't, I can't be mad if I don't, if I, if I can't get my hands on one, I'm not going to flip. You know? Like it, right. it doesn't mean that. I mean, like, obviously like gaming means a lot to me and I'm sure it means a lot to you too, but I'm not gonna, I mean, my game plan, I guess is the midnight, <laughs> midnight release. I'm trying, I might, I might actually like, instead of going like through PlayStation and Sony, I might try to go through like a third party, like Best Buy or like Walmart or something like that. No, definitely. I'm I think sure. I'm going to do the same. Yeah. And I'm, I don't think that I don't, you know, I've never got a console at release. So I don't even know if like they even do like, like, I don't need any, you know, COVID too. I don't know if they're going to have like a, like a huge stock of them in like a store or anything. Like I think that you kind of just got to do it online. Right. I mean, is that how you're going to do it? I'm gonna try and get it get it through a local retailer near me. Um, there's this like very local retailer called GameStar. <laughs> yeah. 
and they've survived all this time. Um, do you still like use games and stuff? Yeah, yeah, and like oh, cell phones and stuff. It's <laughs> it's kind of like one of those businesses. Oh you know? yeah, and um, they kind of yeah. Let me not. Let me stop speaking here before I s- expose the spot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, GameStar is uh, where I'm gonna try and like work yeah, through. If you're down, I might try and do that with you because if they got like, I don't know, that might be that might be a fun thing to to go and do because I've never got one at at launch. That might be fun to try and figure out. Yeah, that'd be nice, dude. And then if if they uh, if GameStar is as good as you say, they'll have some some PlayStation Four games I could probably grab at the same time too. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's one that's the main reason for me why I think I'm gonna go disc. Um, well, actually, there's two main reasons I'm going to go disc. The one reason I'm going to go disc is because um, I think that it'll be cheaper to pick up like a used PS4 copy than to like get it from the PlayStation Store. And I think that so this is like so one of my buddies has has the PlayStation 4, um, and one thing that like he would always say about it, he's like they just don't have enough USB ports. Like, That's so true the xbox has like a lot of them and then like i was looking at the i don't know for certain how many usb ports the um the five has but like it has like one like smack dab in the middle i'm like that just looks so tacky like especially if you have to plug an external hard drive in there like where's it gonna go it's gonna be right in the front yeah that's true but they put one in the back as well for you they always put a couple in the back for you I don't know. I would I would always suggest I buy one of those like anchor things where it's like oh, yeah. a USB port and you have like a bunch. So I've actually I've never had one of those, but I I think I'll probably yeah I'll, it, yeah, I'll it's probably, a good investment. I'll probably end up doing that. I actually recently just bought an Ethernet splitter, like one of those for like Ethernet, and I I don't. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so like I have an Ethernet cord from my router to my room. And then I have a, a splitter and I actually set it up yesterday and I have one cord that goes to my Xbox and one cord that can go to my computer slash work computer. And I found out yesterday that if I had the Xbox on, it wouldn't go, it wouldn't do both at the same time. Like I yeah. couldn't get like wired on my computer and my Xbox. Like, so like right now, like I just like unplugged the one from my Xbox um, from the splitter which I don't, I don't know if I like that. I feel like it should just go to both, but I guess I don't really. Is it different for USBs? Um, no. Wait, in terms of like splitting a USB port, you're saying? Right. So like, yeah. So if you were, if I got like one of those like docks for the USB and I plugged it in, could I put two external hard drive? Like if I put yeah. like one external hard drive and like that one ran out and then I could put another one. Definitely. Man, maybe I am getting old. Yeah, I'm getting old, Brandon. I'm asking you about USB ports. Hey, man, it's not. It's not getting old. It's just knowledge, information. That's uh, that's why we're here. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like the splitter. I feel like it should go to both. Definitely. But what what kind of splitter did you purchase? How much was it? It's like six bucks. That's why, dude. You can get like one of those like really good splitters. That's like definitely there's a splitter out there that can handle sending the signal, you know, both ways consistently. Oh, is it like it's like this 
Is that how it works? Like, does the splitter hardware? Fairly, I'm fairly certain that's how it works because the splitter, if the splitter is six bucks, fairly certain it's not going to be able to handle the load of like, you know, already taking the Ethernet and splitting it both ways and then managing the load consistently for the for the two. Yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I guess that's probably it. Because I had had another splitter before. And that thing wouldn't, it wouldn't split two ways too. It would only work one at a time. And that thing was like six bucks too. I'm, There's yeah. got to be splitters out there that can do it because that's a very serious need that some people might need. You might actually need to like keep two sources of internet connected yeah. at once. I'll look into it. Yeah, this is uh, Blake and Brandon's IT corner. So thank you for <laughs> the, our geek squad learning about splitters and usb ports <laughs> yeah all right man well i'll let uh you want to end this end this one up